Hello, welcome to Positively Perfect, where we encourage all people through a self-investigation, awareness, and acceptance to achieve their individual and most critical positive desires. With your host, Akindale and Digibankole. Let's get into the show. Okay, so this week we're going to be talking about finding your passion. And I'm excited because uh, today we've got a guest. Um, and uh, you want to chat a little bit about things? How, how's things going with you before we invite the guest on, or you want to just go right into it? Uh, no, no, I, I, I actually, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, to really uh, learning from the guest today, from Juliana. Mm. It's awesome. But, mm. um, you know, it's just been incredible. As you know, we, we, are, we are now um, in the phase of um, opening a second location of the restaurant. Yeah. So, um, so it's been a lot of work, you know, mm. and just trying to stay on top of everything is not easy. And um, yeah. Yeah, and but I think I'm excited about today because I think I, I need a way to just um, re-clarify our purpose, mm. why mm-hmm. we're doing what we're doing. So I'm, yeah, I'm totally. excited about that. So yeah, absolutely. But I'm here. I'm, I'm I'm totally here to learn. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Okay, so the guest for this episode has a BS in biotechnology uh, certification uh, through the. International Coaching Federation with an ACC. She's also the founder and head coach of Crescendo, an online coaching platform for those who yearn uh, to make, sorry, <laughs> to yearn to make a better impact and spend time doing meaningful things. Uh, and she has also, you know, from time to time been known to travel the world. So um, today's <laughs> guest uh is Juliana C. And uh, let me just see, let's let's see, is she here? And she's here, Juliana's here. Hello. Welcome. Hi. Welcome, welcome. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. I'm excited um, too. So Juliano, I, I did give him a little bit of a, a rundown of you, but do you want to kind of just explain who you are, why you're so amazing, and all those all those things, just to the audience for those? Sure. <laughs> so, I mean, I think you probably already shared high level, the things that I do, but mm-hmm. my name is Juliana. I am a leadership coach, so I specialize in developing leadership skills, and I think people think leadership is like management or Uh, some type of title, but I think we're all leaders in our own ways, whether it's in our community, whether it's in our family. Um, And it's really about um, dropping the victim story and getting into like, how can I take responsibility for who I am? So that's a lot of what I do with my clients. Um, Aside from having my private practice as a coach, I also like to travel. I am married. and I'm just exploring like this whole new, I'm entering a new chapter in my life now where I'm going to be moving and having a baby. So it's, it's, um, it's all exciting. So yeah. you heard, so I haven't shared it on any of my social media platforms. But. <laughs> well, thank you for, thank you for breaking the, uh, breaking the news to everybody here. Congratulations. That's, That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. On I'm so very many excited. Levels. That's so wonderful. I think this is going to be like the, one of the biggest like spiritual journeys is having mm. a child is just um totally part part of it gives me like a whole new purpose like i have to redefine my purpose and re like birth this whole new right. this whole new me as a mother mm. me mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's a. It's pretty interesting. Oops, sorry, I'm I'm uh, <clears throat> monitoring the comments. Um, okay, uh, so are you are you down to just get into? It? I've got some got some questions for you. Sure. Okay. Uh, so, you know, today's today's topic is uh, sort of uh, finding your purpose. Um, what does purpose mean to you? Hmm. Such a great question because I think a lot of people are seeking to find their purpose and they've made it into this like huge abstract thing that has to be really big. And really what I think purpose is, at least for me, is just finding something that you love to do and you find meaning. helps you wake mm -hmm. up in the morning and be excited about life. Mm -hmm. um, and typically when I work with finding people's purpose, it's not necessarily specific in one area of life. I try to help people find like, what is their purpose in all their areas of life? Like a driving light, kind of like a mm -hmm. lighthouse, you know, like the boats mm -hmm. are going towards the lighthouse. So that purpose can serve um, something bigger. Mm. kind of how I define it. Nice. So it's, it's, it's not necessarily one specific thing, but it's like an overarching yeah. Uh, like a blanket of, uh, of everything. Interesting. Yeah, I think a lot of people think of purpose in like career or what they should be doing. Um, and I think there can be purpose in something much bigger that is uh, like a blanket, a mm. guiding light, so that no matter what happens in life, you have that light to guide you. Well, um, so how has your journey to purpose been? To, to finding um, that purpose for yourself? Well, it's been like a windy road <laughs> <laughs> with lots of road bumps. And, um, you know, it's kind of funny, like as a, as a kid, I think we have some innate sense that we have a purpose. You know, as a kid, I wanted to be a doctor. Really the underlying thing that I really wanted was to help people. And that's always kind of been like my light. Um, in life because I'm, I'm not a doctor, but, um, but yeah, then I, you know, I thought about once I got into college, I went into biotechnology and I thought like being in the medical field was what I wanted to do. Um, and then come to find out it wasn't the thing that I wanted to do. So I deviated and I, um, <clears throat> went into like the, I went into consulting more into the corporate fields. And then I didn't really find purpose or passion there. So then I went into coaching and I'm here now. So I think the thing with purpose is like, we, we tend to like want this end goal. And what we don't realize is that we can find our purpose through windy roads. Like, I don't mm -hmm. think I would have ever arrived at coaching on my first try. I had to go through those trials and tribulations and different careers and within myself to be able to find my purpose now hmm. yeah yeah that's interesting good yeah yeah i was just thinking i was i'm going to share my purpose like as I, I define my purpose as unity so as you can see like unity is an overarching thing that i can take into all areas of my life it doesn't just include like unity with my clients it, you know it's unity within myself mind body spirit it's unity mm -hmm. within my family, 
it's bringing people together. It could mean so many things, but it's like this overarching blanket that kind of is a, the lighthouse or the blanket over my life that kind of drives me. Hmm. Now, when you, um, with unity, because unity also has um, like, there, there's, there's an element of positivity with unity that seems to be a, a there's there's positivity there's a, there's loving kindness uh, and a lot of stuff in it but i'm thinking when when you're on your journey and you're going through towards unity you know everything you do in your unity becomes that foundation that that you that moves you yeah towards this vision but yes. how do you, how do you deal with um, hiccups along the way and how do, you, how do you not get derailed from this? Because unity has been a positive goal. You know, sometimes uh, when you have a, a negative hiccup, uh, how do you hold on, especially when the hiccup has to do with maybe other people that may be negative, for example, and, uh, and they're, they're not um, wanting to even engage in anything that will get you united with them. How do you handle that? in light of that vision that you have. Yeah. Yeah, so I probably handle it like a lot of humans do. Like <laughs> when there's a hiccup, it, you know, sucks <laughs> at the beginning. Um, but, you know, as you, as you kind of, it's actually kind of ironic because like the more hiccups you go through, the easier it gets to move through it. Mm -hmm. So because I'm in personal development and growth and leadership, I'm constantly kind of on my edge of my comfort zone. It's kind of where I've become comfortable being or where I want to be. So when a hiccup happens, I still have the normal human reaction. I get upset. I might cry. I might get angry. I might get frustrated. Mm -hmm. You know, if someone betrays me or is getting in my way, I'm going to do all the things that we normal humans do. Mm -hmm. um, the, the thing that I find helpful in having a purpose is that I can get out of it more quickly. Mm -hmm. And that's also through the work of coaching, I believe, is that you can move through those negative hiccups more quickly um, mm. instead of staying down and, uh, you know, it, taking a week or a month to process. And maybe it only takes a day or two to process. Mm. Um, but I deal with it just like every other human. Mm. Upset, and, anger, <laughs> sadness. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's great. Now, now also because um, you also mentioned that this uh, this your purpose is is not just merely uh, bringing people together but also a spiritual journey for you and and how how do you um how do you bring that spiritual part of you into that hiccup or or how does the spiritual part help you move through that hiccup when you do have that yeah I find purpose to be somewhat of a spiritual, like the word purpose in itself, right? We typically, there's like two thought processes around purpose. Like either you're born with a purpose or you live through life experience to find purpose. Mm -hmm. So I find purpose to just inherently be a spiritual process because you're trusting that something bigger is meant to happen through these hiccups. Um, so 
now I forgot your question. Can you say your question again? Sorry. <laughs> no, I was saying that how how, do, how does that um, because you call this your, your that that purpose that unity uh, for you is is not just uh, gathering people but also a spiritual journey, and so uh, during the hiccups, how do you engage your spiritual side or that spiritual part of that purpose? How does that help you move through those hiccups? Yeah, I think it's just remembering that there's something bigger. Uh, mm -hmm. I think when I go through a hiccup also, I try to use it as a learning experience. So it helps me to find out like, what, why is this happening to me? What is it within myself that I either need to heal or take a look at? And because I have like a bigger purpose, I can always kind of tie it to unity, for example, like where am I not uniting with myself? Where am I divided within myself or divided with this person? Was, what is it about this person that I can't be with? Um, so that's always an opportunity to look inward uh, for me to take a look at. What is it that I need to heal? What is it that is calling me? What is spirit, my spirituality saying to me? And, there, and then of course there are the typical spiritual tools like meditation or mantras. Those are pretty helpful as well in getting me past uh, hiccups, bumps, and roadblocks. Nice. So you use, the, um, you use the hiccup as sort of like a, um, as like a trigger to then, uh, as, as like a trigger to say, all right, I need to pay attention to this part because this is where I'm gonna learn some stuff. Yeah, I use it to understand myself more deeply. Like, yeah. uh, I'll give you an example. The other night I got really angry at my husband. Mm -hmm. um, and it was probably for something pretty petty, you know, normal, <laughs> normal relationship stuff, just get angry at, at them. And, um, yeah. but I, it was, the thing about the anger was that it felt really familiar. Like I had experienced mm -hmm. it before. And and that's when I realized that like, wow, there's really something for me to look at here because it's very automatic. Like mm -hmm. when we have like our ego go into like something very automatic, like anger or our subconscious go into the, the automatic, that's, I find some, a, a pot of gold almost for you, for us to take a look at. Like, what is, what is it here? Like, why am I angry? Mm -hmm. And what I uncovered with my coach today is that there's likely some need that's not being met or being vocalized. Mm. Um. So that's where using a trigger trigger can be helpful and an opportunity for growth. Yeah. So how do you, um, first I'm gonna, this is probably the big, big question that people always wanna know, but how do you find your purpose? How do you find the, the, that sort of like guiding light for yourself or identify it maybe, um, better question? Yeah. So there are no instruction manuals on how to find your purpose, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> um, but I think the biggest thing is seeing out the intention that you want to find it so that you can start looking for it. Uh, have you ever heard that analogy where you're like, I want this car, you decide you want a car and mm -hmm. then you just see it everywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. That happens also when you set an intention of like, I want to find my purpose. Or if you're like, I want to find my relationship, all of a sudden, like there's all these opportunities that start to pop up. Mm -hmm. um, so I think intention can be like maybe on the, 
on the manual, the non-manual. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Ch chapter one, chapter one. Chapter yeah. one, uh, intention. I think chapter two is being really open, like mm -hmm. not being attached to like what it has to look like. Like, oh my God, I need to be like this famous, you know, I need to change the world by inventing this technology. Some people think that's their purpose and you kind of pigeonhole yourself into, um, pigeon, you just pigeonhole yourself into something that may not be your purpose. Uh, so being really open, I think it's helpful and being willing to explore. I think a part of me finding my purpose is I found a lot of it through creativity. So at, at the time when I was kind of figuring out that I wanted to be a coach and that I wanted to change people's lives in that way, I was doing yoga. I was doing uh, like belly dancing. I was doing some type of art creativity. It's great. And I think there's something there that like creativity has you access different sides of you that help you find uh, your purpose. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. You also mentioned uh, about purpose having two prongs, you know, the one that one is born with and the one that one finds in the world. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because uh, both Deji and I, I'm not sure if you've seen any of our videos, but Deji and I, we've been talking about, um, you know, the true self and the false self. And, and often, uh, maybe the false is not a good word to really capture what one means because um, a, a yogi, uh, Sadhguru, talks about, um, you know, the, 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 alternative self that that other persona that we create but we need this persona in the world to cooperate in the world because that this other persona is the one that we we use to um, uh, you know uh, that steps into for example when we are all in, in one project together there's some unspoken rules about the project and there may be actual specific rules around the project about the way we are going to interact to make that project work. And so we need this persona that we create, this false person that we create to be able to function, to cooperate around this project. And I wonder if you think the purpose that we need to, uh, to find to be able to have this persona function in society is just as important as the purpose that we are born with that we also need to find that gives us, um, I think, by, by finding ourselves, we have contentment and actually true peace and happiness. And I wonder if you think the purpose that we find is just as value as the purpose that we need to find about our true selves, you know, and should we have both at the same time? Or, or what do you think about that? Yeah, that's a great question. Um... I, I personally do believe that we do need both, um, particularly because we live in a, a universe of polarity. Like we, <laughs> we can't know, we can't know what we like until we also know what we don't like. And I believe mm. these two aspects of ourselves kind of end up longing for us to figure out what it is, our purpose or what our real true self is. Um, and the ironic thing about purpose also, and the spiritual journey in general is like most people go on it when they're not in a great place. 
no one no one has started well i don't know about no one but a lot of people don't start spiritual journeys or personal development uh whatever you want to call it because life is bliss it typically (laughs) starts in the trenches in the trenches of suffering um and in that place in the suffering you realize like okay my life is not that good i do not want this so let's figure (laughs) out what i do want So I do yeah. think those two those two sides are needed um, mm-hmm. in order to figure out who we are, purposes, and it's yeah. it's it's interesting too because I I like what you said about the two sides being needed that that way, and I agree. I think for me, I think often what I, what I what I have a problem with is a language you know that we use to describe those because. We, we often we often think of a yin and yang or you know um, a, 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 you know light and dark uh, one has been positive and the other one being negative where perhaps um, perhaps in my mind perhaps if I can figure out how to not make either one negative or positive that they're just they're just um, opposite ends that actually need need one another so in other words the, the true self needs that false self, you know, because it's almost like that false self or that alter ego is the one that actually tests the world. And the one that's actually making sure that the world is right so that my true self can then be able to move, you know, uh, uh, with the, with the uh, appropriate amount of protection that it needs to move in the world. So I'm not quite sure, you know, um, how that what would I, but I, I like the concept of, of the polarities that you talked about. I like that. Yeah, what we don't often remember is that this side of us was created often to protect us, to keep us alive. So, you know, sometimes these things that we consider like anger or, you know, like like despair and stuff like that, like a lot of that stuff was created for us to survive. Like our brain is trying to keep us alive. Its job is not necessarily to make us happy. That's our internal job to make us happy, but our brain is just trying to keep us alive. So when we're anxious or we're fearful or we're getting frustrated, it's, it's all because it's trying to keep us alive. And, but often the way and the mechanisms that we are trying to stay alive are just old stories that we uh, continue telling ourselves. Um, mm-hmm. You know, maybe for example, like people pleasers learned at a young age that if they uh, gave all of themselves to their mom, they would get love but now they're 30 and if they're still people pleasing, likely they're, you know, feeling depleted, frustrated and resentful. So I think we forget that these two sides are there for a reason, not only to give us polarity, but also to help us survive in the world because it's a tough place. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And, and, and you were just describing me for a moment there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People pleaser. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I have uh, a question. I have a question. So do you, do you, um, how do you, how do you like, uh, know that, uh, how do you, how do you decipher between a, a purpose and sort of like a, a temporarily, uh, like a temporary interest, like a thing that you're doing at the moment? How do you sort of decide or how do you decipher between the two of those? Um, I think sometimes they can overlap um, mm. 
because it's part of that like being open right like I think there's value in exploring even if it is a temporary interest and exploring like why does this interest me what does it light up within me mm-hmm. um so I think sometimes they can overlap and there's not like a clear boundary like oh this is purpose and this is a temporary interest I think what's just important is following your interest following your intuition and seeing where it takes you um hmm. but I mean, it also, you can check in with yourself also, like, is this really something you're interested in? Or is this just like what other people are doing? Uh, what is this really going to get me? Um, so no clear cut line, I would say <laughs> just a, yeah. they can, they can very much overlap. Yeah. Are, are there any sort of uh, like psychological effects for uh, that you've noticed at least for not finding your purpose? or a person not ever getting to that point? Yeah, yeah. I think there's actually like, there's a lot of um, Jordan Peterson. I don't know if you know who he is, but he talks a lot about like purpose yeah, the, and, and kind of the yeah, inner pro- turmoil that happens. Yeah. Professor in, uh, in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he has some great books, great podcasts. Um, right. But the biggest thing that I see with like, uh, I had a client who was kind of feeling lost and didn't feel like it has a purpose, but it's just like, you're kind of in this like chaos. Everything kind of feels like chaos. There's no order. There's guiding light. You don't know what is feel like what is right or wrong. Um, and it can often lead to like anxiety or even depression. So I think there are a lot of psychological uh it can arise from not having a purpose and i think a a lot of people likely experience that nowadays um because people we've kind of in society we've been taught to follow a path and it's a very linear path like school college get a degree graduate try to make as much money as you can buy a house and that doesn't leave a lot of time or you know space for you to really explore your purpose Mm. um I think if everyone, if I could gift everyone with them finding their purpose, I think the world would be a much different place. Hmm. That's interesting too. I think um, just based on what you're saying, and it's a, it's a scary thought actually that um, majority of people actually uh, are not uh, really even searching for their purpose. They're just in this other mode of just following what what they've been told to follow, and um, and I wonder if part of that psychological um, uh, outcome of that is part of you know just the despair that we see a lot of young people, you know, uh, on drugs and just homeless and just aimless as well. Um, and what do you think? Um, how can that be solved? yeah yeah that's a big that's a big question how can you solve that uh that that's like the soul yearns for some purpose i think deep down we all want to have some type of purpose and it doesn't have to be some you can find it in small things like in communities but we often we've been taught what is like get a job you know get married kind of like this cookie cutter way um i mean really 
I think the way to solve it is to just start helping people or starting with the younger generation to really find their purpose. Kids, nice. kids come, come into the world and they have a natural um, attraction to do they really and I think at some point they get cut off from that thing because either parents tell them they're not going to make any money or they're you know the school is like here learn math even though you hate it Um, Mm. so I think it's just like maybe starting with the younger generation of like really allowing them to live out their purpose whatever it might be Um, Mm. and really enabling them to use their gifts and talents because we all have a gift and talent Um, and I think our talents and gifts are needed in the world. It's just maybe, at least in my opinion, I think that not everyone is utilizing it. They're not mm-hmm. utilizing the tools that they were given to yeah. the to the fullest expression, at least. I have a, I have a question. So uh, what would you say to somebody, this is sort of a hypothetical, but what would you say to somebody who, um, they feel like they may understand or know what their purpose would be, but it kind of goes against um, either their culture or their like religious beliefs or something like that. What would you say to a person who's going through something like that? Um, well, I'd probably ask them some questions like, <laughs> what do you want to do about that? Yeah. Um, what I find a lot with, at least with clients, and I don't know if this is in the hypothetical situation, but um, <laughs> often I find that we think that things are way more detrimental than they are. So I. Mm-hmm. Oh. Actually, she'll come back in any moment. Yeah. Uh, I think her internet is probably just a little bit spotty, but. Yeah, but I think uh, she'll be back. In the meantime, um, I really am, I'm appreciating what uh, she's saying about um, yeah. about this, and it's actually very much in alignment with uh, some of what we've been talking about actually a mm-hmm. lot. And I yeah. also like um, that Juliana is actually bringing more language for us to use. Yeah. You know, we, we, we've been talking Definitely. about you know how do we how do we get to this you know this true self you know. And so we have we are, we're developing all these different pieces of how to how to get you know this this purpose or this yeah. you know, towards this true self. And I'm really yeah, appreciating absolutely. that a lot. Yeah. You know, I think um, yeah, there's something really powerful about. Um, I I I it's just, I I'm, I'm I'm excited. Also, first of all, you guys are so young. You know, you you <laughs> you guys are really having this discussion. This is so wonderful. But I think um, it's really helping me a lot, you know, and and also when it comes to the purpose, I'm beginning to see, yeah. Oh, good. Oh. Here you are. Yeah. I was just saying I'm that. All right. Uh, here. Sorry you're about you're that. here. You made it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Excellent. Great. Uh, so what were you saying? You you uh, you froze probably um, a mid sentence for sure. Um, but uh that was the the question was about um uh the original question was about you know if a person if it goes against their like religious or cultural beliefs and you're saying that um 
Uh, I believe you're saying I'm having. I would a, a, I would ask them yeah. some questions. Yeah, exactly. like I'd get yeah. really clear. I would, like I would start just by asking them some basic questions, like, um, well, like how important is your purpose to you and following that pursuing? What is the worst thing that could happen if you did pursue that? Like, sometimes we, our mind make, our minds they make things bigger than they are. And they're often not what's really going to happen. So even if it is against your cultural belief or your religious belief, like what is the worst that's going to happen? Um, and get really clear if those are actually facts. Like, is your family, for example, going to disown you? Probably not. Um, and then I would just ask them, like, what do you want to do about it? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, is this so important to you that you want to try it out and pursue it? Hmm. Or is your spirituality more important? If it is, then, then maybe don't pursue it. But hmm. it's really, you know, we often, like, we forget that challenges are put in front of us for a reason also. Mm-hmm. And creating that fork really gives us an opportunity to choose and empower hmm. our choice. Hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, it's also interesting too, and I, I got something out of what you just said because I think often I'm always thinking, oh, but uh, we should just be able to just do it. But I think part of what you're saying is that sometimes people are not ready, you know, to get there yet, and it could be that uh, it could be uh, that they need to feel safe first, you know. So it's literally you know, their brain trying to protect, protect them, you know, and say, no, we need to still be in this alternate, you know, uh, uh, society right now and survive here because you have all these loved ones around you that are expecting this particular thing. So you, you're not ready for your own purpose to be able to, and I, I really appreciate that because I think there's some truth to that for sure, you know, and I think uh, to give people that space that you know uh, when they're ready. Although, um, if one is a procrastinator, wouldn't that be a problem? Like, you know, how do you know? How does a procrastinator know when it's time to actually move on and actually begin to explore this purpose? Mm. Yeah, good question. It's like <laughs> procrastination, or is it time? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, the thing about procrastinators is they know they're procrastinators. So, yeah. so it's kind of like, I don't know if it, procrastinators are really waiting for the right time. I think they're just kind of like avoiding something. Mm-hmm. Um, and that could be like a, that might be like an inner exploration of like, am I procrastinating or, you know, is it not the right time? Mm-hmm. Um, I think mm-hmm. typically procrastination usually comes with like some type of uh, at least for me, like when I'm procrastinating and I know I need to do something, it comes with like guilt and um, some like instant gratification. Um, mm-hmm. When I knew my purpose and I felt I was ready, it felt like more of an inner calling mm. uh, that I sh- that I was driven towards rather than like I was avoiding something or <clears throat> feeling guilty about not doing something. So I think procrastinators mm. know when they procrastinate and that's yeah. something to work through. Um, mm-hmm. And then when the purpose comes, I think there's, 
it, it kind of gives you like courage, like, all right, it's yeah. going to be scary. It's, it's, it's never going to really be the right time, but I'm going to do it anyway. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and yeah. is, is there, um, and for example, like in, in Yoruba, you know, I'm, I'm uh, Yoruba uh, from Nigeria, West Africa. And so in Yoruba, Yoruba, uh, uh, you know, culture, they talk about destiny, uh, you know, for a child. So when a child is born, they, they're trying to help this child find its destiny and the reason why that child is here. And, and so that they can help that child, whatever the child is doing, to make it make sure it's aligned is in alignment with the destiny of that child, because they believe that that's the way the child is going to remain happy. Mm. You know, when the child is doing what is aligned with what the the, the, the true self. But is there um, is there any way that one can find one's true self? within what one is doing so that then eventually one gets one's purpose or or do you have to literally go explore you know to find it or can you find it over time does that happen yeah yeah i think it's like like i said there's no manual i think people find purpose <laughs> in all sorts of weird you know someone will go on like a spiritual journey like to you know what is like the camino de santiago that uh famous walk to the city uh and then they can find their purpose there it could be like you know over the course of a month it could be over the course of years um like i think when the intention is there to find it you can really find begin to start finding your purpose really in anything that you do um by using that polarity again like maybe at your job you may not be your dream job but maybe you mm -hmm. like managing people why do you like managing people maybe you're like a people person maybe or you know part of your purpose or like a, a flavor of your purpose is like leadership like you enjoy leading or developing people so hmm. i think you can go along your journey and it can take years and you can along that journey you can find little bits and pieces of the mm -hmm. puzzle to that yeah. bigger purpose yeah yeah it's interesting i i just uh, sorry yeah. do you have do you have a question no it, it, you can go now I, I was going to actually say um, that's interesting because if you find the little bits and pieces mm -hmm. Does one need any special skill to able to to able to um, uh, begin to stream those together, or how would one know to make sure that oh this is part of my bigger purpose, you know, and then hold it, uh, um, or, or do you find that it slips away from people and they they don't realize that they just they just um, encountered maybe a piece of that puzzle, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think as you were talking, like the skill that popped in my head, like after you said, what skill do you need? Mm -hmm. uh, skill that popped up was curiosity. Ah, like ah. willingness to be curious about ourselves and what, but, you know, because when we find a puzzle piece, we typically know like, oh, this is interesting. I like it. Mm -hmm. You kind of go down a rabbit hole of like exploring <laughs> it, whether it's an art, something, um, or just like, the rabbit hole of joy because you just enjoy doing it 
Mm. Um, so I think curiosity is really the skill to build in mm. finding that purpose and not being too attached to how the outcome also, how you think it needs to come out or what you need it to look like. Um, I think those things often, often help. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, I was going to ask, uh, are there any sort of uh, like common struggles that you see people uh, have around like trying to find their purpose or like things that you've just sort of seen like kind of come up over and over again? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say a common and finding people's purpose is that they're trying to rush it. Like they think it needs a timeline. Um, mm. Like I need to find it now before plan my next step for my next step um, right. and typically like sometimes it's good to have like that urgency or that fire under us to get us moving mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes it's not it, it really depends on the person um, I think the other struggle that I find is just people uh, people just choosing and empowering it right so we live at a time where indecisiveness can kind of be easier than actually deciding. We like to live in limbo, like, cause then we don't have to make a choice and then we're not actually closing any doors and, and we don't have to miss out on anything if we can leave all our options open um, instead of just like choosing and empowering it. Like, okay, this brings me joy. Maybe it's not the end all be all, but let's go explore or this exploration. Mm. Um, people, I don't know. I mean, this happens to me as well. Like sometimes I just don't want to decide on something because it's easier. That way I don't have to actually empower my choice or I don't have to do anything about it or maybe give me the answer. I have to take responsibility for it. So um, yeah, I'm trying to think of any other struggles while I'm finding purpose. Um, I mean, kind of along those same line of not choosing, I think people make it more complicated, which has them not choosing also, like they get really mm -hmm. complicated and confusing. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Thinking that it has to be something more than it is. Mm -hmm. awesome. I, I love, I love the, um, I love that the, the, the way you're painting about when, when you find something that you really enjoy, to have that curiosity. I, I can feel that, you know, the tentacle that just goes deep into trying to find it, you know, and stuff. Mm -hmm. You're exploring that, you know. So, and the exploration also helps also um, solidify whatever actually is meaningful to one in that, whatever that activity is. It's kind of interesting. I like that, you know, because uh, by, by delving into it and going deeper into it, then we take something out of that with us. As we're moving forward yeah mm -hmm. i really like that yeah yeah i like to think of it also like we're a point in space uh -huh. and we don't really know what direction to go in but if we go in up and we don't like it then at least we know not to go that way right so it's uh -huh. like back to that polarity is like so even if you go explore in the tentacle and you're like like it for like two weeks or and then it just doesn't really interest you anymore. At least it's like an ex a place that you explored. So it's like, mm -hmm. okay, I went there. I went in that direction. Let's try going here now or here. Yeah. 
Do you feel like at, at a certain point, you know, because one of the things that I, I think maybe I, I, I don't know if other people fall into this, I have a feeling maybe they do, but, you know, you can be exploring, um, you know, superficially for a long time and mm-hmm. never arriving at a, at a place, you know, um, is, do you ever find that? Yeah. Call it the uh, shiny object syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah. like, oh my gosh, like the next shiny thing. Um, right. I'm going to have to listen to this podcast again and again. Yes, this is so cool. I love it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's it's fairly it's fairly common, and um, I mean, this is something that I work on with my clients, and and sometimes it really does take someone from that to be like, oh, you're doing this thing where you're just exploring too many things and not actually picking one. Um, I had a recent client kept choosing way too many things and we put a limit to how many things she could do to her like (laughs) whole charcuterie board Mm -hmm. because it was just too many options and it was kind of distracting. Mm, Um, Where do you find the balance with that? uh, I would say it really depends on the client. Mm -hmm. It's like, what's gonna help my client progress without having this like shiny object syndrome be a hindrance. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really depends on the client. Um, you know, if you can focus on three to four things, like three to four major things in your life, I think that's a good place. Um, and maybe if you just like exploring or like to try new things, maybe you set aside time for that so it's not distracting the other things it's when it mm. becomes like the procrastination or like you're not getting anything done that it's that's when it's um something to find these object syndrome mm. mm-hmm. so um you know let's say that your um your purpose or what you believe to be your purpose is uh, is not something that people typically make any money with. Um, it, is that something that you should pursue probably only part-time or like, how would you kind of go about something like that? I think the really cool thing about living in this time and era and space that we live in right now is you could literally make money doing almost anything. Mm-hmm. So um Obviously, if, you know, you're not making any money, say like you need money to survive, but there are so many ways to make money. You know, you can literally ask, you know, you can ask your parents for some money or, you know, you can do some dog walking jobs. You can drive Uber. You can, um, you know, be an executive assistant uh, part-time. So if someone is telling me that they can't make money while living out their purpose, like I usually don't buy it. There's just so many ways to make money now. You can work at a restaurant part-time. You can work at a grocery store. Um, yeah. Um, There's and, just a lot of things and, to do. Yeah. How do you monetize on your purpose? If, if, if the client hasn't come up with, or the person hasn't come up with a way to monetize it, it's like, how do you make it? How can you monetize on it? Mm-hmm. So yeah. don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Like um, that's fascinating. The other thing also is that I think uh, when it comes to one's purpose, I imagine that once we explore it properly, 
and, and we really see the nugget of that purpose and, and we, when we take that nugget with us, there's, there comes a point where it builds enough on itself, you know, that the purpose is, uh, is tangible enough that it becomes something that is obvious that people are willing to pay for it, you know, mm -hmm. but, but, but I think uh, it's like uh, pumping a well, you know, sometimes, you know, as we're doing the exploration, we, we stop before we get there. And I think uh, to both you and Deji's point about how do, you, where, how do you find where you're going overboard or you're not doing enough exploration, you know, where is that fine line where we get to the right amount of exploration? Now people see, wow, this person's got an amazing purpose. I want to hear what that person's got to say, or I want, I want whatever they have, you know? How do we how do we get there and how how do we I imagine that you help your clients fine tune that you know over time as you work with them. Yeah, yeah, it's not always easy finding our purpose, and along the way, it's like oh, maybe I should quit or maybe you know this is purpose. Maybe I'm just not going to make it work out, and um, I think kind of funny actually, because I always see the biggest breakthroughs for myself and for my clients, right? When I'm about to quit, you know, like I want to quit and I keep going. That's when I have like the breakthrough. Um, mm -hmm. so there is something to being like teaching and not teaching, but maybe, uh, building the skill set within the person to be like really resilient, um, mm -hmm. and be courageous because like, it takes a lot of courage to be at a point I don't want to do this or I want to stop or it's not working, but to keep going. Um, you know, there's, I, I think we idolize people that are really successful without really realizing how often they probably came to almost quitting. Mm. And the reason why they're successful now is because they didn't stop. Um, there's no that, book. That, yeah. It's so fascinating because, because, you know, DG is really organized and he's, he's really helped me a lot, especially in the last few months, you know, with this new project that we're working on and stuff. And, and this, the way he has questions of me, but the one thing I've learned in this last few years running the business is the not quitting part. Because I realized that many times when I wanted to quit, the only reason why I survived it is because I didn't quit. And, and I, I kept learning from all the mistakes and we kept moving forward. And just as you're saying that, I'm thinking, wow, that's exactly what happened to me. I just didn't quit. I just became more resilient, you know, to the, you know, it, that the pain is not as important as I can see the vision. I can see the future. I, I can see it is so clear in front of me, mm -hmm. you know, that I, it, it allowed me to, to not focus so much on the pain. You yeah. know, all that to say, I have to quit and say, I've got to get up. This is so hard, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very fascinating. And I think that's where that vision and that purpose are really useful is to have yeah. something you're working towards. I think, I think people put quitting on the table too soon, including myself. You know, when things are hard, I want to quit also. But I think people put it put it on the table too soon and they need mm. to be able to take it off because when we put that on the table, it's going to likely be, we're going to spend a lot of time reminiscing about why we should quit, why it's hard mm. rather than focusing on how are we going to get around this roadblock? How are we going to, how are we going to find a solution for this, 
for this thing. Um, so I think having that bigger vision and that purpose helps us be that guiding light to move us through pain. Um, nice. yeah. And taking up, just taking up, quitting off the table. Like, you know, if you're, I know this sounds really extreme, but if your life depended on this thing, this purpose, this vision, like what would you be willing to do? Uh, and mm -hmm. when you quitting on the table, people are, it's like the easy option out. You can quit at any time. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. But it's, it's like through those hardships and getting through those hardships is when you find your real self. Nice. Mm. Um, so we're, we're getting closer to the end. I wanted to sort of open it up to any questions. I know uh, Kyle is on, Kyle McCauley, which I think we all know. Hi, Kyle. He's on. <laughs> uh he's uh, he's not on the zoom call but he's on you oh. know watching on facebook but um <laughs> uh if you have any questions uh, you can definitely uh throw it in and i'll and i'll ask ask people in here um but uh yeah it's really interesting do you, so do you feel like you you come across you know do you find it easier to um for people who are younger versus maybe older or any sort of age in between um, that uh, when they're looking for their purpose for them to find that purpose uh, mm -hmm. because you know I think sometimes you know when you're younger it's, it's sort of like yeah you gotta find out what you want to do in life you know but when you get older and you've already been you've already done a lot of things you know maybe you feel like you're setting your ways or something you know do you find it um you know, more difficult or easier or what, how do you, what do you think about all that? Yeah, I kind of find both end of the spectrums on both kind of age groups. Sometimes the younger age group aren't ready to find their purpose. They mm. kind of just want to have fun, be young. <laughs> um, and that's fine. You know, like I did that and I needed that. Um, but often what I find is like, a lot of times like younger people aren't necessarily for that purpose quite yet. Um, they're exploring, they're trying to have fun. They want to be with friends. Um, and on the other end of the spectrum, I've worked with clients who are in college and they have a really clear vision of what, so they know exactly what they want. So I think it's on both ends of the spectrum, both on the older, on the older side, yes, people are more set in their ways. Um, but I think, a lot of like, like even in our age to the older generation is like, they're looking to reinvent their life as well. Um, they've been in a career for five to 10 years and it's not fulfilling anymore. So they want to find, they want to refine their purpose. Uh, I have a client who is reinventing her business and she wants to ref she wants to like identify, uh, she wants to add more creativity into her life and see if she can make money from that. So I think mm -hmm at every age, it's a good time to, to find your purpose or to like realign on your purpose. Mm. And at both ages, you'll like find resistance and all the normal human. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, you know, we're getting towards the end. Uh, do you have any more questions, Dad? No, this has been amazing. No, yeah. I really appreciate it a lot. Um, Kyle did ask one question. I don't know if he wants to ask another one, but uh, he asked one question. Is my purpose to eat chocolate chip cookie dough or chunky monkey ice cream? That's what mm. his question was. 
Um, I would say, what does your intuition say? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it has to be um, it's more blanket, right? So feel like the, I don't even yeah. know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. you know? <laughs> what am I even saying? I don't know. Um, uh, so one of the, th- one of the things we always do in every single episode is we, um, we've named sort of one thing that we're grateful for from this conversation. Um, uh, we'll leave it up to you, uh, Juliana, if you, um, uh, uh, so he says he, yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry. I'm, I'm reading Kyle's comments. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, Juliana, I'll, I'll leave it up to you. Do you want to go first or do you want us to lead the way? I'll let you lead the way leader. Um, okay, so I would say the one of the things I thought was really great about this and I'm really grateful for is um, is there's a few different uh, different things that I think was really interesting. One is the you know the the new perspective of of purpose because I think when I first when I came into the conversation, I was believing that uh, purpose had to do with um, uh, sort of a more finite goal. And when you talked about how it's more of a blanket and it's more of like a guiding light, it, it sort of opened up my under, understanding of what, what purpose meant and it made it a little bit more tangible in a way, if that makes sense. And accessible, that's the word I was thinking about, accessible. So that's what I'm grateful for. Yeah. I, I'm grateful uh, for you providing more language to describe, you know, this journey that we are all on. And I really appreciate that. And I think, uh, especially when you talk about that, that skill of um, curiosity, that to me, I think is really interesting, you know, and, and also um, how to find the balance between overextending oneself when one has been curious and, and also um, not even just been curious enough so mm-hmm. one can find the right balance. I really like that. I think it's given me a lot of little nuggets and I'm very grateful for that. In addition to being grateful that you amazing young people and I, I, I can just see leaders in our future. And I, I'm so grateful about that because, because I think uh, my generation, I think a lot of us have botched this whole thing you know we've made a mess of the world and i i want to be a part of helping make it better you know <laughs> you know so uh, and so and i'm just grateful for that thank yeah. you thank you i am grateful for both of you because it's kind of funny like you both ask really great question which is what coaches do they ask questions mm-hmm. so you have both acted as mirrors for me to reflect upon like what purpose really means to me Mm. so I appreciate both of you in this format for me to like go deep with to figure out to find out more about was just kind of laying in my subconscious like I it's like Mm. things that I knew but I haven't maybe articulated all in one format all in one sitting Um, Mm -hmm. so I appreciate your great questions I appreciate your shares and I appreciate that you're creating. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, uh, we don't have any more questions from the audience. And uh, I, but before we go, um, I want to thank you, Juliana, uh, for joining us on this um, uh, an amazing 
journey, really. Uh, and before we go, I want to sort of roll out the red carpet before you, and I want you to sort of uh, tell people where they can find you, uh, if you've got any other things you want to promote. Um, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. So most of the time I spend uh, like on social media, I go to Instagram. It's like pretty easy or I'm on, I'm on my personal Facebook. I have a business Facebook, but I tend to mostly be on my personal Facebook. And uh, my handle on Instagram is J-U-S-I-H coaching, which translates to juicy coaching. So it's like juicy conversations. Um, the thing that I'd like to share is that I have two openings in my private practice coming up in July. So if anyone's interested in coaching, I'd love to have, I'm offering also a 30 minute complimentary uh, session to connect and have some, to have your audience experience coaching in case they're interested. So they can go to my website at www.julianac.com and press the get started and schedule a quick 30 minutes with me for us to talk about their life and their purpose. Nice. Awesome. That's great. Um, that's great. And what I'll do is I'll actually just link all of what you just said into the, you know, we'll put up on YouTube and stuff. I'll link it in the, in the, um, in this description below. So people can, you don't have to type it in, just click on the button and they'll send you right there. Hey, thanks so much for tuning into our show. We really appreciate you hanging out with us. I don't know if you know this or not. What's that? We do a live show every Wednesday at 5.30 p.m. Really? And if they want to get in on that action, maybe ask a question or something, mm -hmm. they should make it onto our website at uh, positivelyperfect.com yeah. for more information. Oh, okay. You know what else they can do on the website? What else? They can watch the videos of our shows. Oh, that's good. That's right. If they wanted to put a face to the voice, we'll make it really easy for them, you know? And if they want to follow us on socials, we've got them as well. Oh, we've got yeah. Facebook and oh, Instagram yeah. at mm -hmm. Positively Perfect. Don't forget about Twitter at the Positively. Oh, yes. Uh, you know, I think that might be it for our socials. Anyways, thank you guys so much. See you next time. Bye.